it's late. Hearts have been broken, and we are here to talk about the Bengals' latest foray in the AFC Championship game. And this time, I am not alone. You probably know this guy from some of the stuff that he has done on Cincy Jungle recently, but this guy was one of the main guys who got me into Cincy Jungle, God, I don't know, 13 years ago or so. Jason Garrison joining me. He's going to be doing some stuff with us, not only on CincyJungle.com, but maybe helping us out with some producing things and videos and, you know, helping us out with a lot of different stuff. And Jason, happy to have you on. I wish it was a little bit more of a joyous occasion, my friend, but, uh, at least I won't be flying solo tonight. Misery loves company. And uh, how you doing, man? Good. Well, no, I'm not good. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, I was, you know, I was that's, good before the That's game your started. first line on this show. Yeah. Good. Well, yeah. I'm not good. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I appreciate you having me. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, you know, it was very frustrating to see them, uh, you know, lose by three points on the road, um, especially the way that they lost. Um you know, a penalty kind of deciding every. You, know, you never want the official to be put. You never want an official to decide the game, and that's basically what happened. Uh, you know, I don't think that that particular penalty was a bad penalty, but uh, uh, there were some though, for sure. We're we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Okay. We've got we we usually as we usually do we go we're going to go through the box score and look at trends and stats and all that kind of thing and you know kind of the tail of the tape. We'll 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 give our takes on some of the stuff. We've got more shows this week that we'll do that as well. But I know it's late for a lot of folks. We've already got you know quite a few live viewers already, uh, even though it's midnight Eastern. So yeah. um, <laughs> it's late, but we we appreciate it. And I, I at this point, quite honestly, having the people that we have, I'm sure a lot of people are like. I'm turning it off. I've I've already seen a lot of people saying they're not going to watch the Super Bowl and a lot of different things about that. But it is what it is. And look, let's just start with what and and we're going to have silver lining stuff. I promise. This isn't yeah. just going to be, you know, this isn't just going to be you know blast this person or blast you know whatever. Here's the thing. Okay, I, I I'm not the guy that likes to say they lost the game because of the refs. And I still don't think that that is an applicable statement here with what I saw. What I am, I don't know if enraged is the right word, but what I'm very, very irritated about in this one, Jason, is that I found, you, you never want an AFC championship game to have a, a major talking point be in the officiating, be in the refereeing. And and I know a lot of people look at this and they'll look from the outside and they'll go, oh, the Bengals guys, of course, are talking about the officiating. And, oh, what about these missed calls against the Chiefs? And uh, I, I understand that, but this is a major talking point. This is the second, tied for, the second largest game in NFL, in an NFL season, the second right. most important game in the NFL season. And to have the officials have such a large thumbprint on on this that's what bothers me and i'm talking well, well i trust me i've got a i've got a play-by-play thing where i'm going to show you some things at the end in these last two drives where you go wow that's weird um yeah. and i'm namely talking about you know you, you look at the uh the, the what do you call it? The, the intentional grounding, right? right. right. Where P Ryan was in the area. And then of course you've got a couple of no calls on the following driver. You go, what happened? And then of course, Joseph was now to me, Joseph Osai, you can say, uh, maybe that was a little ticky tack, whatever that's going to get called, especially yeah. against Patrick Mahomes. Every time, every time, every time. Yep. 
Yep. Anytime. I, I this I, I and I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I, my okay. problem with it is just that I I don't like that in this high profile of a game that one of the major talking points, and not just from Bengals fans, I'm talking about from I'm seeing it on Twitter, I'm seeing oh, it on a lot of places. It's unbiased. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like it, I, again, I don't want to say refs cost the Bengals the game there were impactful moments in this game by the officiating crew. Then there's, there's really not another way around it. No, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it is trending on Twitter. Uh, the NFL is rigged. I don't necessarily believe that's the case. Um, there were a couple of missed calls. There were like, like you said, with the P Ryan being in the area on intentional grounding, uh, there were a couple of calls that I thought were questionable. Uh, there was, I don't know if it was the Bengals last offensive drive, but uh, Burrow had thrown a pass and then just got pushed down on the ground a good second after he threw the pass and it was, it would have been a ticky tack foul had it been called, but it could have been called. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I want you to continue, but I'm just going to say this on that play. I, I didn't see that till later, but I think it right. was the the defender had about three or four steps and just yes. kind of gave him a yeah. light shove. Right? Was, right. So, but it was, those were the borderline calls that seemed right. to be going the other way right. as opposed to not going the Bengals way. And so that's, that's where I kind of go, Hey, if you're going to, if you're going to push the envelope on some of these calls, make it be for both teams. Right. Or so that, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that, that, that play right there kind of encapsulates a little bit of my gripe with that. Right. So yeah, you have to call those plays, call those fouls on both teams, or you don't call them for both teams. One of the two, right. let them play or call them, you know? Um, so, he, you know, Burrow didn't get that. And, you know, you saw him, he jumped up and he was looking at the ref, yelling at the ref, you know, where's the flag? Um, but you're right. Anytime that Patrick Mahomes has got his foot on the white and someone touches him, there's going to be a flag. That's just the way it is. Uh, you know, he's Patrick Mahomes. He's the face of the NFL right now. Um, that's not to say that he didn't play amazing tonight because he did. He did. Uh, he, know, played, he, he played very, very well. Yeah. Considering yeah. he's got, what, uh, one and a half legs right now uh, or, you know, but I, you know, he was limping around. Uh, we saw that after he kind of threw off balance running to the left. Um, so what he did was tonight was, was amazing. He put the team on his back. He played great. I don't want to take that away from him. Uh, and the Bengals had some opportunities to do some things that they didn't, they just didn't make the plays they needed to. But yeah, I, I hate the idea that a game of this magnitude, and you're right, it's the second most important game of the season after the, after the Super Bowl, a game of this magnitude being decided potentially by a flag, which, which I don't like at all. So yeah, it's frustrating. I see Luden. I think it's Luden here, and I, I hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly here. Yeah. What about the holding call that wasn't called on on Trey on the play that got the extra 15 to win the game? Yeah, that was part. That there were two potential holding calls in the same play that yeah. that I saw that were not called. There was the intentional grounding call that was called against Burrow in the previous drive. Now, granted, the Bengals were amazingly able to overcome that with that great play to Hurst. I you know, but still that puts you in a big hole, right? right. I mean that. And, and these are the types of things there. And then there was a block in the back on the punt return that, that you're like, hey, that wasn't called. And there's all these things. And you go, you know, really should have, would have, could have. Because, Jason, here's the deal, man. We can complain about the officiating. We can complain about all of this. And I'm sure we're going to get Chiefs fans in here. And they're going to just oh, yeah. hear hear that, hear, see this little thing at the bottom there. And they're going to see us talking about this. And of course, they're calling, you know. Yeah. No, the bottom line is the Bengals held Patrick Mahomes for the better part of the almost four entire quarters right on his home field to 20 points right i mean granted they 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 won 23 to 20 right but you hold patrick mahomes to 20 points on his home field as a defense 
and you have Joe Burrow on the other sideline, you kind of feel like that's a game that you got in your pocket. Uh, And and so the Cincinnati Bengals burrow through two interceptions. um, You know, you can kind of say, well, I mean, one, one was almost a punt uh, in the T Higgins one. I mean, I kind of equated to that, but you look at some of the things, it was not a great day on offense and really quite honestly, the best thing that they had going for them on offense today was Tyler Boyd early and Boyd left the game with an injury. Uh, and, and, you know, Boyd was kind of the guy that was moving the chains and extending drives early. Chase made a couple of nice plays, especially on that fourth down, which was insane. Higgins had that Randy Moss play. But, I mean, it was just kind of the consistency on offense wasn't there that we have seen against Buffalo, that we've seen against all these other teams in this, what was a 10-game winning streak or 11-game winning streak, whatever it was. The consistency was not there. It was like we got to hope we, we got to do a wing and a prayer type of play to get points, to extend drives, that sort of thing. And the running game wasn't there. Just not a lot of consistency on offense. Starts with the offensive line for sure. Absolutely. So I think for the first time uh, since we lost three starters, you know, we didn't really see it catch up to us in Buffalo. They played the whole offensive line, played great. Everything was great in Buffalo. Uh, But uh, having three starting offensive linemen out, uh, just killed them today. Chris Jones was a monster today. And we also mm-hmm. need to remember that uh, the only team that had more sacks this season than the Kansas City Chiefs was the Philadelphia Eagles, which mm-hmm. they had 70, which is insane. But the Chiefs had 55. They've been good at rushing the passer all season long, and they haven't been able and, – and they were just – I mean, they just kind of ate the Bengals' offensive line up today. I mean, all over the place. Chris Jones was everywhere. Uh, I, I know I was kind of surprised to learn today before the game started that he had actually not had a postseason sack in his entire career until today. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That, that surprised me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, he's a beast. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, I mean, just having, and it wasn't just pass blocking, uh, mix and average 2.4 yards per carry. Uh, I'm P Ryan was better uh, 4.4 yards per carry for P Ryan. Uh, but the running game wasn't there. Um yeah, it was frustrating, but the offensive line having so we we lost uh, you lost um, left tackle and right guard and right tackle and I mean when you have a team that can rush the passer when you're playing backups it's recipe for disaster. It is, and and kudos to the Chiefs because at the end of the game there, his sack that that Jones had. Mm-hmm. They saw a mismatch off the edge, and they said, "Hey, instead of playing him on the interior where he dominates, they said, hey, we're gonna we're gonna kind of I think it was a three man front at the time. I have to go back and look, but it is I think a three man front. And they're like, hey, you're gonna go up against a Denigy here, backup right tackle, not not against Karras, you know, or Volson or what have you, kind of the starters that are inside. You're gonna go up against a backup right tackle, and we're gonna try and and get a mismatch there right. and." They, they exploited it. So yeah, kudos to them. And, and, you know, you know, I'm already seeing a little bit of chatter in our live chats and that's okay. That's from some chiefs fans and that's fine. Yeah. But the bottom line is this is a marquee. This is becoming a marquee matchup. It is. And when you look at the last four, all, these four games, we're talking two AFC championship games and we're talking yep. two very high profile regular season games, Jason, and each game, three points. And oh, yeah. late last drive, yep. right? We're not talking run away, you know, run away. It's last drive, either bleed the clock out or last field goal. And that's what it is or overtime, right? I mean, so it, 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 if either fan base want to, wants to really run their mouth, it's like, hey, this is a really close rivalry. These are two really good teams, two really good quarterbacks. And it, it, it's a one possession game every single time. 
Absolutely. And this is one of those matchups that you see Thursday night football, first game of the season. Yeah. You want the Bengals yeah. and the Chiefs out there because they haven't failed to have an entertaining game all season long. Another thing, just back to the offensive line real quick, to adjust for that, to adjust for the fact that they, I mean, the first half was bad, but to adjust for that, they had to bring their tight ends back into the backfield. They had to leave a running back back in the backfield. So they're missing a lot of a lot of uh, Hayden Hurst. I don't, you know, he had some big plays, but they're missing him in routes. They doubled Chase and Higgins, and they just said, you got to beat us with your backup wide receiver because Boyd's out. You know, it was, you know, it, it was a it was a tough situation that they were in. Um, but absolutely, I do think that this is a uh, a maybe one of our first non-divisional rivals rivalries, you know, and I could absolutely see this being Thursday Night Football game number one to open the season. So we'll see. Yeah. Or, or yeah. I mean, I know. I don't know if I want it there based no. on the lack no. of success on, on Sunday night, but I mean, I, I, you know, you could see Sunday night, Chris Collinsworth calling these games and yeah. boy, Chris, he's only seen about, I think one win ever by the yeah. Bengals on Sunday night football since it came back to NBC, but right. regardless, um, man, I mean, you know, I'm seeing some stuff about Travis Kelsey, to be quite honest. I just kind of, after the thing, I'm like, I'm not watching the trophy. Right. Yeah, I'm not, not going to watch it. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm not, I saw some clips and whatever. And, you know, he, he, he said some things and, you know, quite honestly, I, you know, it's one of those things where you go, uh, you roll your eyes a little bit, but you kind of say, well, I mean, it's, if you, if you're the Bengals, you, you did run your mouth a little bit, right? right? Whether it's the team itself, whether it's the mayor, whether it's whomever, you ran your mouth. And if you didn't get the win, you were going to get it back. Right. So, right. I mean, uh, uh, you can you can hate on Travis Kelsey, by the way, a, a local guy, UC right. guy, right? Sure. So, yep. I mean, you can you can hate on him for the the public comments and the, the riling up the Chiefs fans, at, you know, during the trophy ceremony and all this kind of stuff, and that's fine. But you know, if you're if you're going to put yourself that far out there, if you're the Bengals, people associated with the city, the team, etc., I mean, you don't come through with the win, you're gonna you're gonna get that back. That's just kind of the reality of it. That's just how. Any sports works, you know, you, you run your mouth a little bit and that's fine. You know, no one's hurting anybody, but, but yeah, you, you knew that if the chiefs won, we were going to get it back and we're going to have to eat crow and get ready for next year. That's the only thing that we can do. Uh, I saw a little bit of Joe Burrow's uh, press conference. I don't know if you were able to catch it, uh, but he basically just said that uh, it's time, you know, get your minds and body, right. Uh, improve the team and uh, get ready for next year. But he said that he absolutely expects to, see the chiefs again in the AFC championship because he knows who their quarterback is and that they're coached by Andy Reid, Who's one of the all time great offensive uh, coaches in NFL history. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear. Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Check planning for what's next and how to save for it. That's where bank of America can help for your financial to do's bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's funny because earlier today, before this game kicked off or anything, I just happened to look up. I'm like, you know, not I, I don't want to assert anybody to certain levels or whatever, but I looked at what what's the what's the history of Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. And I kind of just off the top of my mind, granted, cause I didn't cover those teams closely right. or what have you. I just kind of felt like, Oh, well, given that, you know, it felt like Manning was a guy who went to the postseason a lot. And, you know, when he ran into Brady, it was like, Oh, it's done. And, you know, and the 
regular season, it just felt like Brady had it. And Brady had, you know, an advantage in terms of overall record, but there were more wins than I had thought with Manning, uh, the Brady-Manning thing. And so, you know, that that just was one of those iconic deals. And maybe that's just what we have here. But the, the, the bottom line is here we are again, though, Jason, and I know we're only now going to be entering year four and we've, we can talk about this throughout the week too, but sure. we're only going to be entering year four of the Joe Burrow era, but here we go. Um, now, you know, he says the championship windows his entire career. I believe him. I think the Bengals are going to extend him this year and pay him a, oh, you yeah. know, just back up the Brinks truck for him, you know, but yep. um I mean, here we go now. You're talking about two years. I, I, I know I, I'm. we're kind of getting a little spoiled now based on previous history, but you just kind of felt like how the Bengals were playing, the chip on the shoulder this year, what they overcame, what they were able to overcome in terms of injuries. All that. You just kind of felt right. like this was maybe the year, very, very good year, one you can really hang your hat on, but still come up short. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's a rough ending after I think 10 games, right? 10 games winning streak. Yeah. Um, and which is almost, it's so improbable in general in any way to win 10 games in a row. And a lot of, a lot of things have to go, go your way. A lot of balls have to bounce your way to win 10 games in a row, but you're right. Um, you know, on that winning streak and then, you know, Patrick Mahomes comes in with a bum ankle and then you had, you know, you heard about Travis Kelsey and he's a game time decision. And you really don't know how they're going to play. They both looked great. Um, so, you know, you think this is the year, this is it. Maybe we'll get the Niners third time's a charm. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that, that wasn't even close to happening. But, uh, you know. I, I don't mean to cut you off, too. I no. feel bad for the 49ers because yeah. <laughs> I felt like they didn't even get a fair shake today, no, really. I don't I mean, think it, so. Really. Yeah. With the injuries, it just felt like it was like, oh, right. they kind of got yeah. cheated out of their own deal. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, you're good. Uh, you know, but I do think that this is, I think that this is what we can expect. And I do, I, I said something before we went live. I, I said, I, I do want to remind everybody that, you know, we had uh, the, you know, first of all, we had the lost decade of the nineties, which was, you know, if, if you survived that, you can survive this. So you'll be fine. Uh, but then, but <laughs> yeah. then you had, uh, you know, then you had Carson Palmer come in and it's the terrible injury to his knee and on a home playoff game. And, and you think maybe if he doesn't get hurt, they win the Super Bowl. And then you have Andy Dalton come in and we lose five straight first round playoff games, five years consecutively. Uh, it's never going to happen. And then Joe Burrow comes in, we go to the Super Bowl, lose by three. We go to the next AFC championship, lose by three. So things are really good. This is, I'm not saying that, you know, this is a tough loss to swallow. Um, but this is the new standard. This is what we can get used to, you know, and I think that we will win one. I do. I do. I do truly believe that. I think that Joe Burrow uh, will take us where we need to go. I think it, I think multiple uh, are, are probably in the future I, yeah, there, but, be great. but it's, it's hard right now though, because this, and I'm sure this is going to be the off season talking point here, because I think where you felt like this was kind of the year, there are a lot of free agents and, you know, it's- that, that are coming up this offseason, next offseason, guys coming out of rookie contracts and whatever. So you kind of felt like, man, this is where you capitalize and then you maybe kind of add pieces here and there. But the bottom line is, and this is this is how I feel about it, is when you have your head coach and you have your quarterback, you're always in it. Yeah. The Bengals have those. Right. And when you do not, the have-nots are the, the, 
ones who are clearly, you know, not in it every year. So there are some things that the Bengals need to do in terms of, you know, tweaking their roster and finding different things to improve their roster. Obviously, I mean, last week we're sitting here singing the praises of three backup offensive linemen against the Buffalo Bills and the way that they played and manhandled the Bills defensive line and linebackers in that game. And then, you know, this week it's like, wow, you know, you go up against a bigger, better Chiefs defensive front and you know the the weaknesses were exploited and so I don't know what you do because quite honestly the Bengals got you know four new starters on their offensive line they were like that's that's what they this is our biggest weakness of our football team we're gonna do whatever we can to fix that they did and unfortunately, they just got injured, 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 injured. Yeah. And you go, man, if only they had gotten past this game, you probably would have had one, if not two of those guys back for the Super Bowl, given the two-week rest. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You think, uh, especially, I know I saw Kappa walking around. There were there were kind of some talks that maybe he would be ready to go for this game, and obviously he wasn't. But do you think that maybe Kappa and uh, possibly uh, uh, Williams come back for mm-hmm. this game? Or, or for the Super Bowl, if they right. get past this game, uh, I really thought. I really thought when Burrow had the ball tie game with two minutes left, I was like, "Well, this is it. This is what you know. This is how he kind of seals his legend status." Um, but you know, it didn't. It didn't work out that way. I do think the offseason. I think they, you know, on top of getting healthy, I still think they need to tweak the offensive line a little bit. Um, Just but, depth, depth, depth. Honestly, yeah, I mean, depth, it's like yeah. a lot of depth. Um, and then, uh, you know, obviously they're going to have to pay Burrow, but, but like you mentioned, they're the haves and the haves not, uh, Kansas city backed 20 Brinks trucks up for Patrick Mahomes and paid him a trillion dollars, but you know, they're, they're going to the Super Bowl. Um, so I, you know, I don't think paying Joe Burrow, what he deserves to be paid is going to kill any chances of them bringing the right guys in. Uh, they just have to find the right guys. And they've done that over the last few years. You know, they brought in, they brought in reader, they bought, they brought in, uh, they traded for BJ Hill, one of the greatest trades in Bengals history. Losing price for Hill was unbelievable. I s- still have a hard time believing that happened. Yeah. Uh, uh, they, you know, they they drafted guys like Joseph Asai, uh, and uh, I don't remember what Joseph Asai what round he was drafted in, but I know it wasn't third. the first. Yeah, third round. There you go. Um, so you know they they've done the right thing over the last few um, the last couple off seasons. They've opened up their wallets, and I, I expect them to do that again. They're right there, and you know just a little bit more to get over the hill. Yeah. Uh, it's just, uh, they've got some big decisions to make yeah. this, this off season in terms of who to keep, who not to keep. And um, you know, you just kind of felt like, man, especially this, this mission they were supposedly on given what happened last year yeah. and that they just were not, you know, thought of, they still were kind of the underdog, underdog, underdog. And then here we go this week. And um, you know, again, Hats off to the Chiefs because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this before we get into some of these, and you'll it'll probably indicate some of this in the box score. I you know I haven't really combed through it deeply, deeply, but I mean you saw early, Jason, when the Chiefs made a big play on offense, when they made a big play on defense, they had that passion, right? I yeah. mean it was like they wanted this game. Now I don't want to say they wanted it more than the Bengals. I don't want to say that you know I mean like that's whatever, but the Chiefs wanted this win they listened to the noise i think the Bengals listened to the noise as well and you know one team just kind of did maybe one or two things better uh, than the Bengals did 
And it really did come down to, you know, not, not great execution on offense by the Cincinnati Bengals, some wonky, wonky stuff with the officiating. And then the chiefs just playing with a high, high level of passion as well in this game that kind of put them over the edge. Right. You know, we, we've, the Bengals have kind of played with that chip on their shoulder and that's been their, their calling card throughout the entire, you know, entirely off in the, sorry, the entire postseason. Uh, you know, with the Ravens coming in, uh, you know, they won that game, but then they gave them no shot against the Bills and they came up there and just absolutely dis- dismantled them in Buffalo. Uh, and then things kind of turned, you know, we were, I know that the Chiefs, I think the the closing, the line, the last was, uh, I think the Chiefs by one, I think. Um, but, you know, the Bengals were favored for a little while and then a lot of people picked the Bengals and there was a lot of the mayor thing, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, you know, and uh, I think the Chiefs kind of came in with a little chip on their shoulder this time. But I do want to say this. It's the AFC championship game and these guys are all professional athletes. If they needed something to play for, they probably shouldn't be in the NFL. I don't right. you know, I'm not going to really buy into the Bengals ran their mouths and the Chiefs. You know, that's why the Chiefs won. That's not why the Chiefs won. That's, you know, they they were ready to play. They're going to be ready to play no matter what. You know, these guys are pros. They know what they're doing. Um, you mentioned something wonky with the officiating. The the third down thing. The, yeah. The do over yeah. on third down was the worst, yeah. the wonkiest thing ever. And I still, I, I know they said there was a whistle blown. And you saw, you know, when they replayed the official, official running onto the field. And, and, you know, that ended up not costing them because they still stopped them uh on third down and then, all didn't uh, lie right no no but uh still oh my gosh that was one of those things i was pacing back and forth yeah you i know, wasn't happy I, about that i you know i didn't i don't like to be the guy who points out one you know specific officiating crew or what have you but there's a little bit of smoke and fire with the ron torbert crew i mean really it's there's a lot of inconsistent officiating and in, in you know the history there and you know it's not it's not so much them because it, it really comes down to the league and you know it always goes back to the argument of hey man the league's got to hire full-time right you know full-time officials yeah. and all this kind of stuff and they just haven't done it so um i mean that's just <sighs> kind of part of the deal um you know yeah. again I, I i this isn't the the loss is not on the officials i never blame unless there's a blatant, you know, touchdown that was, right. you know, points literally taken off the board, but there was stuff where you just kind of say it, there was, there were, there was an impact felt and there was officiating decisions that did impact potential drives and things of that nature. But the bottom line is again, I, I just keep saying it Bengals hold Mahomes to 20, essentially 20 points until the very end of the game there, yeah. you hold Mahomes to 20 points on his home field in the playoffs, like you, you kind of, you kind of feel like you should win that game. Right. I mean, it, it just kind of feels that way. Let's, I, I had the wrong box score pulled up. I thought I had the right one. So let's, this is why I need you, buddy. You, uh, <laughs> you, 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 you get to correct. This is exactly yeah. why. Um, but no, let's, let's pull this up here. This I believe is the correct one here. And you look yeah. at it, an imperfect game from Joe Burrow, including two picks, which was uncharacteristic of him in this win streak. Really the only, um, interceptions he was kind of turnovers he was creating was against AFC North teams right I mean the the AFC North teams were the ones that kind of had some uh were used to him a bit and he was he played essentially perfect football against the Kansas City Chiefs when he played him not so much the case here you see five sacks two interceptions now 
that's not to say Joe Burrow didn't play a good game because there was right. a lot of there were a lot of throws in this game where you go wow and a lot of people are saying I'm seeing some Burrow slander a little bit on uh, some of the you know some of the social media yeah. sites and whatnot. I mean, man, when you're when you're when you're telling him go convert a what is it a third and sixteen or third, third and, and seventeen at the end yeah. with with less than two minutes in Arrowhead, I right. mean, come on, I mean, right. and he throws he throws a, a dime to the outside, and there's you know there was a, a throw to Hurst in the end zone early in the game that I think they ended up settling for a field goal, tough tough but, ball, play, put it well, where only he could get it, it was dropped uh, yeah. or or just not completed. So I mean. Uh, overall, I don't think Joe Burrow is necessarily to blame for this loss. Um, I, I still would kind of say, you know, imperfect game by him, offensive line and other issues played a part in that. But uh, you, you just can't throw two interceptions and have right. Mahomes not throw any in Arrowhead in the AFC Championship game. Right. Uh, yeah, the only turnover that Mahomes had was that kind of weird fumble that just fans. But yeah, you know, it, I. I kind of hesitate to call that a, a dropped pass by Hurst because I mean it would have been a great catch. He, I wish he would have caught it. Obviously, wish he would have caught it. Right. It was also it, that play that hit uh, Jamar Chase in the face uh, right off yeah. his helmet. Uh, yeah. You know, there were a lot of perfect throws. Uh, the bottom line, though, is, the bottom line though is is that Joe Burrow is in the conversation with Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, uh, whoever else you want to say are, are the best quarterbacks you know in the league right now. Um, but uh, yeah, we're seeing this uh, comment. Uh, Joe Burrow was hurried and couldn't put enough arc on the ball. Sure, I mean, absolutely, he was hurried all game long. He he was forced to throw the ball earlier than he wanted to, um, you know. So, uh, but yeah, it's you know uh, he's he's in the conversation. He's uh, you know this we we want to talk about uh, the Brady and uh, the Brady uh, Manning rivalry. This is this is probably it. You know, yeah. uh, this yeah. is probably it. They what, what so we're three and one. Uh, they'll play again next year. I don't remember. I don't remember if they're in Arrowhead or in Cincinnati. I think they're in Arrowhead again next year. I think. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to double check yeah. on that. But here's here's what's interesting to me, Jason. Is usually you would say we're going to go all out on Mahomes, and 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 the Bengals did that to some degree this time. But we're going to go out on, all out on Patrick Mahomes, and we're going to let them kind of get us by the run if they're able to. Right. Mm -hmm. We're not going to let Pat do all his backyard football type of play. And, we're, you know, if you want to run the ball on us, that's fine. But this week, I think the game plan was a little different in some ways. Of course, Mahomes is going to be Mahomes. But I think they were like, hey, he's hurt. Like he, he's not as mobile. He's not going to do as many things right. with his legs. And you saw he, he didn't really he had the one run at the end of the game there, obviously, and he got hit out of bounds with it. But it was not the dance around a, a ton of ad lib, you know, run all around the park because he just couldn't. Right? right. So the Bengals, if you look here where my cursor is, 20, 20 carries for 42 yards as a team. Yeah, for the Kansas City Chiefs and 2.1 yards per carry, they kind of said we're going to clamp down on the run and then we're going to do what we can in the past. You know, we're we're going to let Patrick right. Mahomes, you know, maybe make a turnover or two here. And he, uh, Mahomes played exceptional. He really, yeah. really did on a, on a on a bad ankle. And so, you know, you look at the Bengals there, 4.2 yards per carry. But I I found this stat down here: 2.1 yards per carry and only 42 yards on the ground by the Chiefs. Very, very interesting right. in this one with Mahomes throwing for 326. And I think that's a pretty good game plan considering Mahomes' his his injury in general, not being as mobile. Because you know, he creates so well uh in the backfield, just like Joe Burrow does. Uh when he gets out of the pocket, he can do some crazy things. Like he made some insane throws. 
I, they weren't all complete, but he made some insane throws as he was falling down today. Uh, you know, what he can do with his arm is unbelievable. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I like the idea of taking the run game away. Uh, I just think Mahomes just had an incredible game. And, uh, yeah. and that's what Mahomes, that's what he does. So uh, the offense has to play better, basically. So yeah, the Valdez, did their job. Valdez scaling, they didn't have really a good answer for him. He, no. he made big play after big play, six for 116 and a touchdown. Kelsey got seven for 78 and a touchdown. I mean, he, he made his plays. He had that one, you know, kind of killer play in the end zone for a touchdown, but yeah. you know, wasn't, wasn't a gigantic game from him, but uh, still, I mean, he got his, Higgins and Chase each had six catches. I mean, not the monster game from the Bengals wide receivers, the only touchdown being to Higgins from Burrow, six for 83 and a touchdown from him. A great, great play by Higgins on that one. And you look around, I mean, the Bengals, they had three sacks on Mahomes. One was from Sample. One was from Hubbard. One was uh, looking for the other one there. I don't don't know who had the other uh, sack there, but – Mike Hilton. There you go. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, and then you look here. You know, five sacks, yeah. and twelve. I think it's twelve quarterback hits here from the Kansas City Chiefs. And oh god, 12, 12 quarterback hits. You look at it though. I mean, you know, Chris Jones had two. Frank Clark had. When when you have three and a half between Chris Jones and Frank Clark, it's a bad day. I right. mean, those those are the two guys. You if if one guy kind of has a good game and the other doesn't or whatever. I mean, but both of them having those numbers. You can't. You simply cannot have that because those are two very good football players on their defensive line. You just can't have them combining for three and a half sacks. It's just not a formula right. for success. And that's that's again that comes back to the injuries on the offensive line, and then having to bring uh, two potential receivers that could open things up for you, keep them in the backfield where yeah. you know they're not able to run routes. And and then you know when so the the Kansas City Chiefs they double Higgins, they double they double double Chase. Uh, and they have to leave Hurst in sometimes, or they have to leave Pirine in when they could have gone out and, you know, caught passes, gained first, uh, gained first down. So I think a lot of this game comes down to, again, just the uh, injuries on the offensive line and unable to stop guys like Chris Jones and a team that was very good at sacking the quarterback this year. So yep. they were, they were, uh, that was the deal. I think they were third in hits and pressures or something and or third in sacks and first in hits and pressures or yeah. something like that. I mean, they, they were top five in two very, yeah, like they were three st- very, very important categories. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just, they were, it's like, you know, you can. Yeah. There were second in sacks behind the Eagles. Uh, yep. and, uh, yeah. So 55 during the regular season, that's a lot. It's a lot. So, uh, you know, I think that we knew coming to, I think that we knew coming to the, into this game, it would be tough. Um, but uh, I had hope because of the way they played in Buffalo, and it just didn't turn out this, that way this time. So I could have pulled up videos and showed you, you know, I get a pissed and moan about, you know, <laughs> oh, there's P. Ryan in this circle. Here's the only thing I'm going to point out here, okay? Okay. When you look at, when you look at, you know, here's the here's the penalty on Joe Burrow, the intentional grounding. Um, I think you had said maybe one of those other in this drive maybe could have had a roughing the passer. This right. is my thing, Jason. When you're going to put this borderline call on the game, and I highlighted it, we're talking under a minute and a half in the fourth quarter of the AFC Championship game. Right. That's 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 my issue with it. It's not so much like you know, and and granted, there's never really a great time to call a penalty if it's borderline or iffy or what have you. But then you have that at a minute and a half, and then you know, of course, the Bengals third and sixteen, they convert it. So really, you go, okay, well, I mean, how much of that really matter? Well. 
I mean, who knows, right? I mean, they, they, they could have had a different game plan altogether instead of, you know, being a third and seven instead of third and 16. Who who knows? Who knows what that those are the questions that are raised. And then, of course, you know, you look at it here. Bengals end up punting. And then, you know, on the on the ensuing punt return, you're talking about no no calls in the block in the back type of stuff. And then, of course, you've got the third and four run by Mahomes that ended up sealing everything there because he had five yards for the first down, the OSI penalty, which I think the OSI penalty was warranted. But, you know, you look at that, uh, you, you look at that play, there's one or two potential holds that were not called on that play either. And you just look at it, you know, you're talking about, that, that's the thing, 17 seconds left in the game, right? I mean, it's just, yeah. Uh, that's my issue with it. It's not so much like, Hey, we're talking about it. It's like, man, it's, it's at these critical junctures where you're not making calls, you're making certain calls and it's not dictating the outcome directly, I guess, of the game, but it is influencing the game in, in, yeah. in a pretty significant way. That's a good way to phrase it. It's not dictating the outcome, but it absolutely is influencing. And when you have 24 seconds on the clock, it's terrible. You know, you don't want a play like or, or a flag to, to decide the outcome of the game. And like you said, Osai's flat, the uh, the penalty on Osai, it was warranted. Mahomes was out of bounds. Um, but there were some, like like you said, the holding call, uh, could Trey Hendrickson was held. Um, and, you know, there are a couple no calls. Uh, I also want to mention uh, that punt. Uh, Drew Chrisman wasn't great today. There were some no. bad punts. Uh, you know, so the coverage on that punt, because it was a line low line drive punt yeah. uh, was bad yeah. as well. I think it was a net 25 yard punt, which yeah, terrible. Yeah. You know, there was, if it's a good punt, you think maybe they just go to overtime and then you, we saw what happened last year in overtime. Yep. Oh. Yep. That's, that's a good point. And again, it points to the fact that that's not officiating. That's right. Not great execution. Right. right. So, yeah. and that, and, and this right here, I mean, we, we can, we can again, piss and moan about the officiating and there's a lot there that kind of, you, you, you want to talk about, but, and you look at it, Chiefs had more first downs. They had more passing first downs, less rushing first downs, but more passing first downs, 17 to 11. They were better on third down, 17, 7 of 14 instead of 6 of 14 by the Bengals. Both teams were 1 of 1 on fourth down. You look at it, they ran more plays. They had more total yards, 357 to 309. Uh, Bengals actually had one more drive, ironically, than the Chiefs, which is just funny. Chiefs had more yards per play, 5.4. More. I mean, it, you go down the line, it's just, hey, they just, they just kind of – they. They beat them in almost every area. This again, though. Look at this one, Jason. Oh, yeah. Penalties. Nine for 71 for the Bengals, one of the least penalized teams traditionally under Zach Taylor in the league. Nine for 71 somehow in the AFC Championship game and only four for 55 for the Chiefs. So you look at that and you go, hmm. But, again, two turnovers by the Bengals, one for the Chiefs. And you look at time of possession, Chiefs had the ball for, you know, five or five more minutes. Yeah. 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 So again, we we can bemoan the officiating all we want, and there are there are complaints there. But you look at it and you kind of say, hey, you know, the Chiefs just did a little bit more in a lot of different areas that the Bengals just couldn't couldn't come back right. from. Where they want to call that the emotion, the passion in the game, or what have you. You just kind of got to say, hey, this was one of those games that in this series is always dictated by a field goal. That just kind of the scale kind of slightly tipped to the Chiefs this time, and they took care of business. Yep. And uh, also, I the Bengals have been one of the most sure tackling defenses all season long. I I don't know if they were first or second, maybe in for having the the least amount 
of missed tackles. And there were some big time missed tackles today. I, uh, Pacheco completely ran over Pratt for a extra 10 yards and a first down. There were some bad missed tackles in this game. So it was execution for sure. Uh, but I, I do believe that, uh, some officiating had, had, you know, had something to do with the, uh, the loss, but in the end, the Bengals just didn't play as well as the Chiefs did. Yeah. And so. I mean, I, God love him. I mean, I, he's one of my favorite players on this team, Mike Hilton. Oh, absolutely. And he that missed, you know, the guy who's talking about Burrowhead and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. And um, there was some rough patches from him early in this game. Yep. Uh, and he wasn't the only one. I don't want to single him out, but you get singled out a little bit when you when you make when you make those comments. But he he ended up late in the game, ended up playing a lot better, as did a lot of players. I think the Bengals just were a little stunned in general by wow i mean the chiefs just came out swinging right, right. i mean i i don't i don't know that they had thought that it was going to be I, they knew what they were up against i just i thought that they maybe were like whoa they really came out passionate about this thing right, right. um and i mean granted there were there were there, there's blame to share in a lot of different directions you know um but like you said there were missed tackles there were there was bad execution on, on the offensive line at times. And, you know, again, the chiefs just did um, a little bit more. They just did a little bit more in this one. And uh, this is a game that I think a lot of people will say, Hey, this is probably going to be a staple in the AFC playoffs. I know that doesn't maybe ring great right now with Bengals fans, but um, you know, this is probably going to be a staple game in the AFC playoffs for many, many years based on who their quarterbacks are, who their coaches are and just how they construct their rosters. And it's probably going to be outcomes like this, where it's three points one way, three points the other way. Yep. Uh, To be the best, you have to beat the best. And uh, that's what the Bengals have to do. Um, You know, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just, it just, it's frustrating. I (laughs) kind of at a loss of words. It's, it's frustrating. It was a frustrating game to watch. Uh, And there are some, some silver linings, like you said earlier. Uh, The fact that we went into halftime down one score, Seems like a win to me because yeah. we were so outplayed in the first half. But That's, they held them, yeah, they held them to a couple good field goals. Uh, you know, just one touchdown, a couple field goals. The defense, you know, had kind of a bend but don't break mentality uh, with with some of the Kansas City drives where they held them to those field goals, and the Bengals were able to uh, to get on the uh, the board as well. Um, so yeah, the fact that we went down just you know one touchdown was was big, and then we came out and stopped them. I think the Chiefs maybe went three and out in the first drive in the second half. Uh, the Bengals tied things up at 13. So, uh, you know, they clawed back into it. They did. They yeah, And they almost pulled it out. It just wasn't quite enough. And I, I think a lot of it was the injuries on the offensive line. I think, um, you know, un, undisciplined undisciplined play on defense that's not very uh, common with – wasn't very common with this year's uh, defense, uh, Lou Anarumo's defense this year. Um, yeah, now it's just uh, time to sign Burrow for a trillion dollars and uh, – <laughs> Do you know bring in a couple free agents? Do have a good draft, you know. Well, the 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 good news is that the bulk of the core guys are still going to be under contract yes. on both sides of the ball, and the a, a good portion of them will still be on rookie deals and that sort of thing as the Bengals try to extend them. Now, the other good news is that the Bengals have seemingly struck. I mean, really, their only big swing and miss in free agency that was, you know, kind of one of their bigger signings was Trey Waynes, right? I mean, right. everybody else has been like, wow, yeah, right? Exactly. Even Larry Ogunjobi, who's not with them, who was not with them this year, last year, he was like, wow, what a pickup, yep. right? So Absolutely. they seem to identify guys in free agency well, and they seem now also, Jason, to be able, you know, the 2019 class, maybe notwithstanding, 
They seem to be drafting and developing well. So I think there's a higher level of confidence to be like, hey, you know, if you do lose, unfortunately, I think he's a, a really good player. But if you do lose a Jermaine Pratt, if you do lose a Jesse Bates, if you do lose some of these guys, you kind of say, well, you know, either they've got somebody in the wings that, that they can develop pretty quickly or they'll bring in a guy, free agency draft, that sort of thing to maybe fill some of these gaps and start get, getting the thing back moving in the in the direction that everybody wants it to yep. be. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, I'd hate to lose uh, Pratt. He, Pratt was maybe the most improved defensive player on the team from last year to this year. I uh, hate to lose Bates, a guy that, you know, uh, homegrown. What well, I mean, not not from Cincinnati, but, you know, he's a homegrown guy, the guy that you draft, uh, one of the best safeties in the league. They did draft Dax Hill this year. Um, I, I have to assume that's because they think that Bates is going to be somewhere else next year, but but who knows. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, they've done well in free agency. They've done well in the draft. Uh, I believe they'll continue to do so. Um, now it's just, it's sad that it's over. You know, that's yeah. the thing. I, I didn't want it to be over. I wanted one more game. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and Brandon here is upset. Uh, here we go. Off season talk. Here we come. I mean, I, what, what do you want me? I, they're not yeah, playing in the Super Bowl. I can't, the I, mean, I, I, I can't preview over. the Super Bowl if they're not playing in it. You know what I'm exactly. saying? I mean, I get you. I get you. We're all, we're all, we're all hurting with you, but yeah. I mean, I, you know, it, it is, it is what it is, but uh Hey, uh, this has been good chatting with you. I usually Absolutely. I do this solo and it's boring as hell sometimes when I do it solo. <laughs> and uh, I think people probably get bored with me doing it alone. So uh, it's good to kind of volley some yeah. ideas back at you. And I'll obviously, like I said, kind of commiserate with everything going on tonight. But hell of a game, really. Yeah. I mean, it, it really I mean, I know it didn't go the way we want it. It, it. it came down to last possession. It came down to, you know, Burrow had an opportunity. Burrow and the offense had an opportunity to t- go ahead and you know, whether field goal, touchdown, whatever, to to do that. Um, they didn't. And whatever you want to call uh, how things played out in those last two drives with, with right. the, the men in stripes, it, it played out a certain way. And Chiefs did the job that they needed to do. They played very well throughout the game. And both teams just kind of weathered a lot of big, sl- you know, kind of a slugfest kind of game. Yeah. And Chiefs just did, like I said, keep saying, they just did just a tiny bit more. And they came out on top 23-20. All these games are decided by field goals, and I'm sure this is going to be one of many other chapters to come. I agree. I think this is going to go uh, into a book as just a classic game between the Bengals and Chiefs, just one of many that we're probably going to see uh, moving forward, especially in situations like this when it means everything. So It does. Jason, uh, just so people can find your stuff and yeah. find you and all that stuff. Where, where, where are you at on Twitter? I know you do some stuff on Cincinnati. You do the Tuesday trenches, do you? Know? Yeah, Tuesday trenches every week. Uh, I'm going to do some more stuff. I did some stuff on the, how the Bengals uh, signed some guys for less money than, you know, uh, that, that have worked out really well. Uh, I'm on Twitter. Uh, it's J-R, or sorry, Jason RG 83 So, uh, but yeah, I'm a Cincy Jungle every Tuesday, and then I'll be back with you. Yeah, uh, man, I just wasn't. I, I kind of was just hoping for the Cinderella story. Well, I don't know if it's Cinderella story this year. I think the redemption story is yeah. maybe more, yeah. more upright. I, I guess that was maybe what uh, where I thought we were going to go, but uh, unfortunately, the Bengals just come up just just short. 
against those Kansas City Chiefs, and we'll see what happens. Jason, thanks for all of your work, and we'll be we'll be working with you more here. Thanks everybody for we've got a ton of live viewers through a lot of different platforms. I'm sure, a lot of them are satisfied Kansas City Chiefs fans as well, but uh, yeah. probably yeah. mostly some <laughs> some sad Bengals fans. Thanks, uh, thanks to all of you, and of course, you can get this show and all of the shows on the Cincy Jungle Podcast channel through your favorite audio streamer, whether that's iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all of the ones we are there. And beneath Jason there, by the Cincy Jungle icon, there is a show logo. If you like the YouTube channel, go ahead and click that. Subscribe. Click the bell to be notified when we go live, when new content is available. And then, of course, if you like the video stuff as well, you got to give a thumbs up on the Cincy Jungle Facebook page. We're there. Um, Yeah. Appreciate everybody. Hell of a season. We'll be back with all kinds of stuff. We're not taking really much of a break on this show or at CincyJungle.com. Even though the Bengals are now planning to the offseason, we've got a lot to talk about. We'll be doing that. Jason, take care, bud. Uh, Thanks for coming on with me tonight. Absolutely. Have a good night. Keep your heads up. (laughs) Trying to. (laughs) Yeah.